What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the PlayStation Drive. My name is Matt, and I'll be your driver for this wonderful event. I'm joined, as always, by the Supreme Court of Canada himself, Mr. Court Lalone. What's going on, my dude? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Yeah, you know, it's, it's Friday. Yep. It is Friday. It's it's. it's what I'm doing. I have to, before we get any deeper into this court, I have to come clean about something. I, I got to be honest. I made a boo-boo, Okay. I made mm -hmm. I made I made a, a bit of a boo boo. I got too excited about the prospect of episode sixty nine that I skipped right over sixty eight. Uh, so last week's was actually sixty eight. This week we're actually celebrating sixty nine because you know, as I've been told, uh, you know, it's basically dinner for two. So we just had to celebrate it twice. Um, so this is actually episode sixty nine. So strap in. Oh. <laughs> It's going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger. It's going to be lit. We're going to acquire the crap out of this episode. So strap in, get ready, because we are off to the races. But before we get any deeper into it, we, of course, need to clean this dirty old garage of ours that just seems to get so dirty in between weeks. Uh, you know, we got we got we to gotta clean it up a little bit. If you're watching us live on YouTube.com slash carpoolgaming right now, make sure you please like the stream, subscribe, share, hit that bell so you get notified when things happen on the wonderful channel of ours. You know it. You can be here. You can hang out with us and we can talk all things video games. If you are listening to us on your podcast network of choice, make sure you please follow, subscribe, hit us with that five stars, leave some reviews. We'll get around probably at the end of the year. We'll do a big old review roundup. We'll talk about some of our favorites. So uh, yeah, strap in, please do that. It helps us grow and reach even more people. Also, if you have an extra couple bucks to tip your drivers, please head over to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. Toss bucks in the tip jar. Out comes a cornucopia of content that you can engage in, listen in, digest, and then tell us about how you feel about it. So we know where to go next with this wonderful carpool gaming. Now, dude, without further ado, uh, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a quick pit stop here uh, because we actually have a question from Twitter, Luke Williams at Luke Williams L2 says, Hey, Jar Jar, what you playing? So we got to figure this out. We, we're going to get into a spaceship. I'm going to call up NASA. I know people there. We're going to go get into a spaceship. We're going to take off and we're going to go to Jar Jar land in space. Uh, Naboo, that's it. We're going to go to Naboo. We're going to sit down with Jar Jar. We're going to, we're going to look him in the eye and we say, listen, we had, we, we put in those mouth things. We, we, we went all the way down in the ocean. We did some swimming. And now we got to ask you, Senior Jar Jar, what you've been playing. So, Court, what have you been playing? Not much. Um, I've been away, mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. I could only play anything that was, um, I guess, in the cloud. I, uh, I brought I brought a laptop. I brought a, a controller. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. won't say what kind because we're doing a PlayStation show. I played... Um, Dreamcast, right? Yes. I, I played Deathloop. Okay. Um, via the cloud. Nice. No, it wasn't. Um, it, it did not run well at all. Um, I will say, I'll be the first to say it. I have played many games via, um, Xbox cloud streaming mm -hmm. usually. Well, I, I guess the hotel I was in, I finally learned what it happens when your, uh, your, ho your Wi-Fi isn't that good. It was <laughs> so much stream tears and just like, it was almost like there was like this little refresh line that would come, like everything would get blurry and then this line would come down the screen. Um, so a game like Deathloop, I played for about an hour and I just, I couldn't play it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so I ended up playing Dreamlight Valley with my daughter. Nice. Um, she played and at home, and I watched her through the video, and we played together, and I was like, I was reading off the screen to her on what the characters were saying, uh, and we played that pretty much every day, and uh, that is it. I haven't even, I've been back for less than 24 hours. Mm -hmm. I haven't even turned on 
any consoles, any video games. I've been just working and I, I just haven't had time. But yeah, that's what I played. Dream My Valley and Deathloop. Nice. Is it your first yeah, time it. playing Deathloop? Yes. Okay. And so I have it on now PlayStation because I downloaded it from PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. and I have it on the Xbox. So I'm going to play it on both to see which one is the better version. The better version. So cool. I loved uh, Deathloop uh, a lot last year. It caught me off guard. I'm curious to hear your thoughts as you get more into it without screen tearing and what I imagined was a mountain of it, lag. It was bad. Like, yeah, I can imagine. Like, I, I get this is the future, mm-hmm. um, cloud gaming, uh, because I originally was like, okay, I left my PlayStation on rest mode. So I was like, oh, I can play like the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, hold on a second. I'm already in the Xbox app. So I, I forgot. I did try MLB The Show. Okay. Really, really bad as well. Especially nice. a game like with pitching and so on and so forth. Um, and Deathloop was just, I didn't want to continue playing to the fact that I would probably think I don't like this game based on the experience playing Cloud. Yeah. So, yeah. Right now, Cloud needs to, uh, you need better internet some places. So. Cloud needs some work. Hotels need better internet. The, yeah. the cycle continues. Uh, as for myself, I have been playing The Legend of Heroes Trails from Zero. Uh, it's a game that I've been looking forward to for a very, very long time. We have a big old discussion with Kevin from Save the Game Media and Mr. Ryan Turford, Ronicle the Monocle, uh, over on the channel. So if you're curious for a nice 40-minute conversation around that, go check that out. Uh, I also have a shorter review over on Burnout. Uh, but, you know, to, to just talk about it for a sec. Uh, love this game. Absolutely love this game so far. I'm getting close to the end. And uh, for anybody who's unaware, it's a JRPG. It's part of a much larger tapestry of jrpgs called legend of heroes series crossbell takes place in one part of the world which is this game that we just got and then we have two, there are two other series that take place in different parts of the world and it all comes together later on in a different series but fantastic loving it writing is great just having a wonderful time um available on ps4 that's where uh ronicle and uh, kevin played it but i have to say don't play it there do not play it on playstation the switch and the steam versions are inherently better they look better. They have more quality of life updates. You will have a serviceable experience because the game is still fantastic and there's nothing inherently wrong with the PS4 version. But like they were telling me about how like they had trouble even just like reading the signs and stuff in game uh, while I could see it perfectly clearly playing on Steam Deck. So that would be the one thing, that, the one caveat I would add that, you know, check it out somewhere else. You won't have a bad experience of the only PlayStation, of, of the only place you can play is on PlayStation because you'll have nothing to compare it to. But it is better on Steam and on Switch. So just that's that's the one asterisk that I would say. Hey, can, I, can I just add something for yeah. the listeners or whoever's watching? If you can draw me a perfect picture of Ronicle the Monocle. So my in my head, it's you know Ronald McDonald with Ryan's face and a monocle. If you can draw that, DM it to me, please. Please. From the bottom of my heart, please. You know what? I, I, I love that. But I, I the one caveat that I would add is that I feel like it needs to look like a clown like suit. Like a tuxedo, but oh, like it's a, it's like full blown Ronald McDonald in a suit, but yeah, with yeah. Ryan's face. Yep, the hair, the still the Ronald McDonald hair. Yep, but with like Monopoly Man's monocle. Yes, I'm in on this, please, community. This is one time across all of Carpool. We need to come together. The console wars need to be laid down. The controllers need to be put aside. We need to come together as a community. To support Ronald oh, and the have his jacket with just it's got to have patches on the elbow and then it's got to have like 
the names of every RPG ever. And the shoes better be huge. The shoes have yes. to be massive. Yes. Um, I, I feel like this is the most important thing. Uh, the show is over. We're not going to talk about anything else. We've ended it yep. on a good streak here. See you next week. Bye. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing that. I really haven't had too much time for anything as of yet. I have downloaded Assassin's Creed Origins to keep my promise. I just haven't had a chance to actually hop in and play it yet. But it is sitting on my PlayStation cross-media bar. So I promised I will check it out because... That's what me and Court do. We make promises and we keep them. Just like I the do. promise that the community just made to us to make that picture. That's right. I heard you all. Uh, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's slam the brakes, dude, because we have a bunch of but, 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 but breaking news to get to. And let's start with a pretty cool story because this week we got an announcement, an official announcement of the Iron Man game coming from EA and Motive, I want to say. It's Motive Studios. Yes. Correct me if I'm Yeah. Motor Studios, who are currently in development with the Dead Space remake. So, you know, I, I'm sure they got a couple teams going on. Uh, curious about it, but that's pretty much the only thing that we know. We got official confirmation. This has been rumored for a while. EA Motive is working on it. Court, what's your hype level? Are you excited? What do you expect out of this? Outside of the fact that we do know it is a single player and single player game. That's about as much as I expect them to give a call to Bioware and ask him about their game that uh, probably obviously I, I truly think Anthem would have been a good game. It was just released too early yep. and it wasn't ready. And if you go back and play it now, Anthem is actually really fun. So I'm really hoping they call them and be like, hey, so teach us how to make Iron Man. Not the not the story, just the Anthem mechanics. is Iron Man. Let's let's just be real here. How how you fly in Anthem and how your character interacts and how he shoot. It's Iron Man. Yep. So just give me that. EA is is had no trouble in their history. Um, you've seen it with Respawn. You've seen it with Bioware. They can make a story driven uh, game. So I'm hope I'm I'm guessing third person view. Um, mechanics kind of like Anthem with the flight mechanics at least. And I'm expecting a good story. And I really hope it's not like Avengers where we had a great story and then obviously Square Enix rushed them to finish the rest of the game and we just mm -hmm. got whatever this was. I'm really hoping they just take their time and make a game that we're all going to love. Because Iron Man is a very cool character. There's so much about um, Stark that we could dive into and with his character. And I just, I feel there's a lot there to work with. And I hope that they do a good job with it. That's all. So I, uh, I'm i going to pull from an article from Engadget here for, for a second, written by Kay Holt, um, that they do confirm that the project will be led by Olivier Pruel, who was a senior producer on last year's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. So if they take that foundation, if they take what they've like, because Guardians of the Galaxy, surprisingly awesome. I think it caught a lot of people off guard and it ended up being one of my favorite games from last year. So if we can, if we at least reach, the, reach that level of quality, I'm 100% in. I think you're right. Anthem has a lot going for it that unfortunately just didn't reach the heights that it should have across the board. But the flight mechanics are one thing that I feel like can't really, I don't know. I can't remember any complaints about it. It does feel great. It was fun to move around. It was fun to interact in the environment. So I'm, I, I hope that we, I hope we, I'm not sure if I want it to be open world or not. Honestly, I'm not sure if I'd prefer something that was a little bit more like zone based versus just one big open world just to get some different, you know, different environments in. Um, but, you know, Marvel has confirmed that they are, you know, all of their games will not be connected like the MCU, which is great. They're going to have the freedom to do whatever they want with Iron Man and however, whatever story they want to tell. Um, I'm guessing it's probably at least three years away would be my conservative guess before we actually see this game, before we actually get to play this game. But I think this is awesome. I'm excited that we're getting more Marvel video games that aren't just here, the licensed titles that we went through for many, many years. Um, Avengers, again, 
wasn't perfect, but the single player was at least fun. I hope we get a really tight, awesome single player experience. That's what I want from it. That's what I hope we get. And I hope, you know, we do get that trademark Iron Man assassin humor, but I do hope that we do get some of the darker elements of his stories incorporated in just because I feel like there's some fascinating stuff that they could do. Um, so let me ask you this very quickly. What is the, who do, who do you want the main villain of the game to be? Do you know enough like Marvel uh, Iron Man lore to pick out a villain? I, d I only know the movies. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, you know, what's funny. This may sound weird. Um, and I think it would make a really cool villain is to make the Hulk the villain because it's Ooh. happened in the comics a yep. bunch um, to do something different and, you know, take Red Hulk because the, the Red Hulk make the yep. Red Hulk the villain. And I, I think um, it'd be a, a foe. That's for sure. I, that would be dope. I hope we do get something along those lines as a, as a fight, but I really want the Mandarin to be the main villain of the game. We never really got a proper Iron Man versus Mandarin in the MCU. And of course the Mandarin is one of the major Iron Man villains. Um, obviously that villain needs reworks. That villain needs to be brought into present day in a respectful and proper way. Uh, and I, I hope they do it. I, ho I hope, you know, they, they nail the Mandarin because I think that'd be really, really cool. Uh, let's keep her going, Court, over to our next story coming from IGN, written by Ryan Leston. Splinter Cell Remake will update the story for a quote-unquote modern-day audience. Uh, up using this first Splinter Cell game as our foundation, we are rewriting and updating the story for a modern-day audience, it reads. We want to keep the spirit and themes of the original game while exploring our characters and world to make them more authentic and believable. Of course, the original Splinter Cell came out back in 2002. It's been a while since we've seen Splinter Cell. We know the remake is coming. Court, how do you feel about them possibly changing up the story? What do you hope they do with it versus what do you not want them to do? Tell me. Honestly, the game is so old that I'm okay with them changing like elements of the story to bring modern, my guess is modern technology and modern beliefs and, and modern society into it. Um, and, and make the story more um, likable, I would think, mm -hmm. is a, word, a good word to use. It's not it's got, it has to be marketable, but at the same time, um, Ubisoft needs to change some things. And hopefully, mm -hmm. you know, they can start with their games, and they do need to change other things, but maybe they can change, if they can, you know, give a more impactful story um, and not just do the same old, same old, I think they can do a lot with this game. It is unbelievably amazing stealth combat mm -hmm. um some one of my favorite series so glad it's coming back um i'm okay with the change i know people some people freaked out about it i saw it on the internet um while i was away i was just seeing everybody's reactions to it and i, and I get it like if it's your, one of your most beloved things and you love sam fisher more than anything else in the world i get it like maybe that freaks you out but technology has changed. There could be new gadgets that we can get based on technology that we've seen or that is in the works. So there could be a lot more added to this. And I, change is not always the best, but sometimes it's needed. I agree. Like, I think that they, I, because honestly, like I remember Splinter Cell. I remember nothing about the story. I remember the gameplay, the action, the stealth, like the, all of those things stand out to me when I think of the original Splinter Cell. I don't want them to like God of War it. I don't need like a deep emotional story out of Splinter Cell. But, you know, spy movies and action movies have also changed a lot over the course of the last 20 years. And, you know, there's some really good stuff out there now. I want them to just modernize it. Similarly to you, if we get new gadgets, new tech that we can use as Sam, if similarly we have to deal with new tech on the opposition side, 
I think just modernizing it, bringing it forward to the where we are now, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You can always go back and play the original if you want that inherent experience. But, like, if we're remaking games, you know, play with it a little bit. I don't mind change. Like, you know, the original still lives and breathes for a reason. And just, you know, make it make it cool. I'm in. Make it a really cool, really enthralling spy story. And that's all I'm expecting out of it. That's all I want out of it. I don't need anything yeah. deep and emotional. I'm not expecting them to reinvent the wheel or, yeah. you know, drastically change customer, uh, characters. You know, I, I'm i just expecting to, them to modernize it and change the story up a little bit and mm-hmm. make it more impactful in the world we live in now instead of what it was before. 100%. Well said. Let's keep this train rolling. Going to IGN once again, written by George Yang. Atlas makes clear it won't be announcing new games at upcoming Persona concert. Atlas says not to expect any new game announcements at the upcoming Persona Super Live P Sound Wish 2022 concerts taking place next month on October 8th and 9th. <coughs> Excuse me. There are no plans to announce new tam- new game titles at this live show. Atlas clarifies on its Japanese website. Uh, these Persona Live concert events have previously been used to pl- as a platform to announce new titles. The first one was held in 2015 and debuted Persona 4 Dancing All Night. We got 2017 Persona 3 Dancing in Moonlight. And then Persona 5 Royal and Persona 5 Strikers were announced at the 2019 concert. Um, so I'm going to touch on this real quick because I know, you know we're in the year of Persona announcements. A lot of people were theorizing that this would be where we finally see Persona 6 because they did kind of tell us that that game will be shown in the next year of announcements, which started a year ago. So we're at the tail end. A lot of people were expecting the announcement to come through there. Um, disappointing, honestly. You can see I'm wearing my new Persona hat. I just got my new Persona uh, you know, phone case celebrating the 25th anniversary. Persona 6 is something that a lot of people obviously are very, very excited for and want to see quickly. Sucks to hear that it won't be then. I, I still hope we get an announcement relatively soon because, again, they made that promise a year ago. Um, and this seems like the best time to do it. I, it's interesting to me that the phrasing here, I wonder if something, you know, if maybe they don't qualify Persona 6 as a new game announcement because we already kind of know that it exists, or if this just means we're straight up getting nothing out of that concert. But Court, I know you're not the biggest Persona fan. Any any insight on, on this story? I wouldn't call the word insight uh, coming out of my <laughs> mouth, but um, maybe it could be that, you know, this is their first actual next-gen game. Um, Persona 4, um, Persona 5, sorry, was that was for the PlayStation 4. And mm-hmm. um, and now they've had to, they've been doing practice. Like we know all the Persona games are coming to Xbox uh, Game Pass. I, I, when are they coming? They're any, real soon. Five Royals um, coming in October. Three and four are coming sometime next year. I knew you'd know. Yep. Um, but uh, they have been upgrading. They obviously had the the better version, I guess, when it, they re-released it on PlayStation 5 and so on and so forth. I think it might just be because the development time is a lot longer on these games. It's not like what it used to be where you could, you know, show a game and it comes out three years later. Or look at Ubisoft learning their hard lessons with Assassin's Creed of releasing a game every year. Mm-hmm. And we're looking a, a perfect example of this gen and it's just not working out. Look at Madden that just released. Um, I'm thinking the next NHL is going to be the same thing. These games are broken. Like, like kudos to Sony San Diego and how MLB The Show isn't compared right. to these other sports franchises that are yearly editions and pumping them out so quickly. Making games is a lot harder this gen than it's ever been. So maybe it's just they're like, hey, let's not show anything because the game's a lot further out than we think. Yeah, I'm hoping that it is just a situation of, you know, they put the cart before the horse when they made this series of things a year ago um, because I feel like there are a lot of rumors flying around as to what is and isn't being made. 
Um, and this kind of year of Persona announcements that they promised has not been great. It's been stuff like mouthwash and toothpaste when people were expecting anime or games or even new merch, which we have gotten in pieces. But I, I hope you're right. That is just them, you know, making sure that they're ready to show it at a time when the eventual release will be relatively imminent. I just want to see it. I want to know more about it. I'm dying to find out more about Persona 6 and I hope we do soon. Uh, let's stay on this JRPG train for our next couple stories. We're just going to rip through these. Uh, coming from, once again, IGN from Joe Screbbles. Suikoden 1 and 2, Konami's cult classic RPGs are being remastered. Um, we're getting HD remasters for the PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, and Switch coming in 2023. It will be a package called the Suikoden 1 and 2 HD remaster Gate Rune and Dunan Unification Wars. Uh, I know these are RPGs that have a lot of people have been asking for a long time. Suikoden 2 is considered to be one of the best JRPGs of all time. Um, so I'm excited to have an opportunity. I started one back on the PS Vita back in the day, uh, sunk a bunch of time into it and just fell off. Uh, I feel like this is a great way to kind of, you know, it's a good opportunity for me to go back and play through both of these games. Because like I said, Suikoden 2, a lot of people say it's one of the best out there. I know Ryan Turford was very excited on Twitter that this announcement is real. Um, Court, are, are any plans to check this out? No. All right. Moving on to our last JRPG story, story court, I promise. Uh, coming from IGN once again, from Joe Scrabbles once again. One Piece Odyssey will arrive in January 2023. Uh, we got the announcement that is going to be released in the West on January 13th, 2023. Slightly later than its planned 2022 release. Coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Can't wait for this. Big new One Piece game. Turn-based battles. I'm all in. Court, are you going to check it out? You know, I don't even know what it is, so I'll check it out to figure out what it is. Perfect. Do you know One Piece, the, the anime with like the pirates, the guy has the stretchy nope. limbs? All right, moving on. Not, nope, not even. Nope. All right. I, I only know what Suikoden 1 and 2 is because of Ryan's tweets and Jarrett Petty never stopped talking about the game ever on any show he's ever on. <laughs> Otherwise, I know nothing. Fair enough. Uh, all right, let's get into some juicy big stuff because the next three stories are interesting ones coming from uh, IGN once again. Um, you know what? I'm not going to bother with the story. Just because we know that GTA 6 has leaked. There's a lot of leaks. There's been like hours of gameplay that has been shown. Uh, pre-alpha footage. Obviously, the internet... the, the uh, yeah, pre-alpha. Pre-alpha. The internet got into an uproar about how, quote-unquote, bad this looks, which is absolutely wild considering that this is, again, pre-alpha. Um, you know, the, the leaker was just arrested earlier today. So there's obviously Good. a lot of stuff going on. It's a very complicated situation there was source code leak for gta 5 they were trying to sell the source code for gta 6 there's a whole lot going on here a lot of speculation as to whether this means that the game will be further delayed or if there are going to be other things taken to kind of fix the code as it's been rockstar has come out to basically say this doesn't really affect anything whether it will or if it won't i we have no absolutely no way of knowing because the game hasn't even been officially unveiled as of yet we have no idea in terms of release timing and what impact this could have but it is a big story. It's probably the biggest video game leak ever. I would go so far as to say just because of how complicated and how much we've gotten out of this leak. But Court, tell me what you think about the leak. So I'm not going to say uh, what happens in the videos. No. Because I believe they've got them all all down. And if you didn't see them, oh, well, you didn't see them. Oh, well. Um, I will say, you know, you can I can talk about how it looked. Um, I, I guess I'm like the only one who didn't think it looked that bad. But um, I took it as of it was what it was. Like... You see, the one thing I will say is I love the fact that all these developers came out and they were showing, like, um, I think it was Media Molecule had the best video. They showed, like, pre-alpha footage of Sackboy, and it was, like, this, like, 
it looked so bad. And then you even had, um, you saw pre-alpha footage of God of War and all these games started coming out to defend because this is art, right? Yep. And Rockstar's getting, Rockstar's getting attacked here when they shouldn't have um, because of some teenage kid who I guess was wanting clout and now he's arrested. I, I, There's, I, the situation is what complicated. What an idiot? Like, can we like, just say it? What an idiot. He has done this before so this is not the first time that he's leaked uh, you know and not in terms of a video game leak this big but he has you know he has been known for doing this um you know as a 17 year old kid you know stupid decision i hope that this doesn't really tank his life for the next little while because again i genuinely do believe that rehabilitation should be the first step before any of this so i hope he gets an opportunity to grow and to change out of this experience instead of just being thrown behind bars but yeah this is this it's a huge leak and also like how many armchair you know video game developers out there on twitter and i'm not talking actual developers talking about how like graphics are one of the first things to get finished in a video game just shows how little people actually know about gaming and the industry as a whole um i'm excited to see gta 6 whenever it's ready I just exactly. think that like this is just a ridiculous situation that's been blown way out of proportion and people, you know, already saying, oh, I'm not going to buy this. Oh, oh, whatever. Like, how could you possibly put a, an opinion onto a game that hasn't even been officially unveiled as of yet? You know, it's Seriously, just we, we we haven't even had our CGI trailer that they always, like we don't they, even have a logo. <laughs> like, like yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, think about it. Their next trailer of this game will be the logo trailer, and then we're gonna get the map trailer. Yep. Then we're gonna get the cars trailer. Then we're gonna get the guns trailer. The then character we're gonna get, trailer. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, Jesus. Yeah. This... Like, I think people are just internet clout is ruining things and whatever. People are gonna learn eventually. You know what? Here's clout. You suck. Yeah. Don't do it. Yep. Um, so, you know, our hearts go do, do go out to all the developers who have been working very, very hard on this. Um, and, you know, when you are ready to show us the, the product that you've been working on, we will be excited to talk about it and to see what it looks like. Uh, let's keep it going, Court, because we have a couple PlayStation-centric stories that we obviously have to talk about. Coming from CNET, written by Oscar Gonzalez. New PS5 rumor to slim down come with a detachable disk drive. Sony's PS5 shed weight in its latest iteration released earlier this month, and a new rumor says the console will slim down even more next year. A slimmer PS5 will arrive in September 2023, according to a report from Insider Gaming on Monday. The new console is rumored to come with a, without a built-in disk drive. Instead, it will have a detachable disk drive, disk drive that connects via USB-C in order to keep the aesthetic skinny. Internally, the console will otherwise have the same hardware. Um... Sony hasn't replied to any sort of comment this air. We have no idea what else is going on. But Court, this to me is a very weird story for a couple of reasons. Isn't that just the, the, the digital? Isn't that just the PS5 digital? Like to me, like outside of like the, the internal redesigns, which have already already hit like Australia and stuff. Like why not just release the disk drive so that if people want to use it, they can? Like I, I This is a weird one. This yeah. is a this is a why like wh why is this needed? Why would you need this skew? I I don't. Are you are you saying that anybody moving forward? Are they just gonna sell the digital version with a USB port, or are they saying, uh, I mean, a USB port for this specifically? Because there are there's what there's one here in the front. Is there one in the back here? Well, I, to I, be, I don't so, want to turn it around. I'm to be fair, to, cl to clarify, I I guess the reason that they can't do this with the digital edition is because apparently it connects via USB-C. 
So that is a port that the PS5 doesn't have on it natively. Correct. There is no USB-C port. So I, which again, like to me. So, but why would you make it? Why would you just make it with USB? And then you could actually, for people that have the digital version, could buy a disk drive. And like, and that's what I mean. Like, I don't know. Maybe it has to do with the speed that data transmits at. It, like, it, I think they do move faster through USB-C versus a regular USB. They do, yeah. But I don't know. Why is this? Is it? Is are they saying now? All the PS5 digital divisions that are going to come out soon will have USB-C. Like it's a, it's so weird. Like why? I feel like this is not needed. I I do like the idea of this like modular console idea where you know after release but is it the, modular though? But that's what I mean. It's not exactly this. You this know, like, like this is like Xbox 360 with the HD hard the the Ultra HD. Uh, disk drive that you could hook up to it yeah remember yeah i don't know like i think it I, I think it's cool i don't think there's anything inherently wrong okay very quickly snack network says there's a usb-c port in the front court is no, there that's a usb-c is it hold on hold on the usb-c I mean, would be like the rounded edges one i don't yeah, have my ps5 know, up here look that rounded. Hold on. i'm gonna do a quick that is the usb-c port All right, then, okay then what that just confuses me even more. Thank you, Snack. It doesn't Network. look like one, but it definitely is. Thank you for clarifying. That makes me even more confused. If they already have USB C port on it, then that means that like it can. Right. So yeah, that's all that. So you don't need to in- introduce a new console. You just need to have a detach. You just need to bring out a- the disk drive, a-, a Blu-ray player. That's I don't. All know. you're doing. Yeah. It- so here's here's this. This is obviously a rumor. This is obviously there's patents probably been put somewhere and filed and someone saw this. Maybe it's just because they would have to include the PlayStation Five in that patent to say how it works. Maybe this is just a deta- this is just a disk drive you can add. Still don't know why it's needed, but I just don't see it as something that everybody in the world is going to go out and buy. Like it's just it's a weird. So, I don't need it. The the thing that confuses me is that like. The people that pick up a digital edition, unless they're under the constraints of that being the only thing that's available for them in the area because of the disk drive sellout, whatever, whatever. The people that go along with the digital edition, you would imagine that they're comfortable with that decision to stay digital only, which is why they went with the digital edition. So I don't really see a lot of them going out and then picking up a disk drive because they bought the... I don't know, dude. This is confusing. I it's, Thank you, Dave, by the way. Thank it, you. Yeah, huge thank you uh, for Snack Network in the chat. Because, yeah, that's just a strange. It's strange. It's weird. I don't know. It, uh, you know what? Kevin's right. Kevin in the chat. Sony going to Sony. Because that's just a weird thing to do. I, I This is like the decision in the Xbox 360 when they had, it came with a, uh, a disk drive. Um, and then it, they were like, here, we'll release a Blu-ray player. They didn't release the Blu-ray player. They released the HD, whatever that one, other one was going to be called, um, that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Um it's just this is so we I I just don't see a huge market for this. It's Neither like when they released the back paddles for the PlayStation Four and announced the PlayStation Five at the same time. And you're like, hmm, what? Hmm. Yeah, you released a accessory for a controller that is no one what? So well, I mean, the PS4 controller, we, we, as we know, is still the only way that you can play PS Plus on your PlayStation Four uh, on on the PC. Uh, so it's just going to be a hardware update. There's just going to be like a but that's like what a, I mean. Like, does this replace the, does this replace the digital skew? Do you know what I mean? Like, will the moving forward well, no, with the digital it be? It's still called the PS5 Digital. 
but you get you can once the software is updated you can hook up a a disk drive to it that's all i can think of so uh i'm gonna bring it uh, a question in uh coming from twitter at nagachaka nagachaka asks will court Lulon be adding the upcoming and brand new ps5 model with a detachable disk drive to his mountain of ps5s no this doesn't make any sense to me. Instead, he will have a, a mountain of PS5 disk drives. Uh, hey, Sony, uh, Sony ponies uh, forever. I don't. I'm not a um, a physical media person. Um, you know, I buy everything digital, so I don't need it. Just weird, weird, weird. Uh, I guess we'll you know we'll keep you all updated if this gets announced officially and what's going on with this. But let's hop into our final story before we let more people into the car, coming once again from IGN, written by Taylor Lyles. Sony confirms original PSVR games are not compatible with PSVR 2. In the latest episode of the official PlayStation podcast at around the 2910 mark, SVP of platform experience Hideaki Nishino confirms that the PSVR 2 will not have backwards compatibility with the original PSVR games. PSVR games are not compatible with the PSVR 2 because the PSVR 2 is designed to deliver a truly next-generation VR experience, Nishino said, before explaining some of the noteworthy features exclusive to PSVR 2, such as the haptic feedback and the adaptive triggers found on the Sense controllers. This means that developing games for PSVR 2 requires a whole different approach than the PSVR. Uh, Court, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, my first reaction was... It sucks because as someone that never purchased the PSVR one and loves Batman and would love to try the Iron Man experience, it, it sounds like I'm not getting these games, especially because we have them in our PlayStation Plus collection and and so on and so forth. But I I kept seeing developers and people in that would have a better opinion than me on this. Um, put stuff out in the ether there, and I guess it's based on the hardware of the of the system that it's just almost impossible to um, bring it back, especially because there was the camera involved and there's no camera on this one. Mm -hmm. So they would have to rework the games. Now, that will also mean I do think we're going to be getting these games. It's just we're going to get newer versions of these games and they're going to sell them to us again and I'm, we're going to buy them. So this actually works out in their favor. I think the Batman Arkham experience, I think the people that never got to play it before, they'll look at the numbers and they'll be like, I wonder if it's worth it. And they'll look into the Iron Man one, and they're like, okay, we can resell them as, you know, remasters or whatever we want to call them, and uh, see, go from there. I would hope that that isn't what they do. Um, I, I hope that we, you know, see, for me, this, I, I never really expected the PSVR games to work on the PSVR 2 just because of how absolutely different the hardware actually is. Like you mentioned, the way that the, the systems interpret the data around them is different. It's camera versus no camera. It's old move controllers with brand new tech. So the PSVR versions of this game for these games already inherently when compared to their PC counterparts were a worse experience just because of the way that they that they worked. Like Job Simulator, for example, on the PSVR, good luck picking up anything off the floor. While in you know on the P on the PC version, you were kind of free in that area to at least be able to pick things up off the floor and interact with the environment. So for me, I it was never I never really had that expectation. The expectation I do have is a lot of the bigger games either getting free updates to let them work because again to me a lot of these bigger games have other versions that are going to be comparable to the way that psvr 2 now works across the vive across the oculus across whatever there are different versions of these games that already are doing a lot of the things that we would need them to do 
for a PSVR 2 version to make sense. I'm not expecting massive overhauls, but the way that the cameras, the way that the new cameras internally now work and the way that the controllers work isn't too far off with something like the Vive. So I'm expecting free updates. I would hope they're not going to charge you for these updates because again, to me, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't imagine the development to be massively different than what they're doing already for different VR ecosystems. Taking those ports, changing them slightly and bringing them over, I can't imagine would be a massive undertaking. Um, so for me, I, I, I'm not too disappointed about this, but I do hope that, you know, we, we, you know, it seems like the developers who are working on VR games will have an easier time now bringing games to PSVR 2 as a whole, because again, it is starting to fall more in line with already exists rather than being legacy hardware, essentially when it came out. Um, and maybe we'll get all those great experiences on Oculus and that's what the, the library exactly, will be. Exactly. I'm hoping we'll get a new Batman game. We'll get, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and pretty sure we'll go, we'll get that Darth Vader game that everybody says is amazing because mm -hmm. those games are already on Oculus and they're already awesome. So we'll get those games to start off. And I think we're getting them soon Yeah. because it's like, I don't think it's going to be a phantom drop, but I definitely think it's going to be a blog post in the next couple of weeks. We're going to know about the release date because yep. they kind of bring it up every week now. It's like every week, something about PSVR 2. We're getting new trailers. We're getting the new like feel the real, I think is their new slogan for it. So it seems like marketing is starting to ramp up. So I do hope that like, I do hope they're not going to charge us again for these updates. Like, I think like obviously the bigger stuff like Beat Saber, Super Hot VR, a lot of these games I think will be coming either day and date, if not very, very close to. I I hope that we get new, you know, updated versions. We I hope these updates Astrobot. will be free. Astrobot, of course. Um, and if they are char going to charge you, I hope they go with that five to $10, you know, the VR games are already inherently expensive. I would hope they're not going to, I would hope they give you an upgrade path rather than here buy this exact same game just now brought forward no, because, but I don't know, dude, for me, like this falls more on the developer side than it does on Sony side. I but can't, it's a brand new game. If, if they're going to be developing the game all over again, they're see, but that's what gonna, I, you know what they're going to do. They have I, the track record speaks for itself. I'm sorry. For PlayStation first-party games, yes. For the third-party stuff, like I said... That's I, the third-party people's choice, right? I would imagine so. So for for me, I don't think it's... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm choosing to stay optimistic until I'm told otherwise. I hope that a yep. lot of these developers Agreed. will be bringing these, the, bringing these things on over for free. Again, just to bring them in line with versions that already exist, right? Like, they don't have to rebuild these games from the ground up. So I'm, I'm hoping, you know, we get more about this. And we'll keep you all... Apprised of the PSVR two situation because Court, I think you're right. So then, you think it's going to be a blog post in the next couple of weeks? What, like, when do you well, think we're going to get it? Their consoles always launch in October, right? When did the PSVR launch? I guess we can we can Google this. Let's check. PSVR launch date. Launch um, date. It was, was October thirteenth. Hmm. So they always launch their hardware in October. But they've already said I, early twenty twenty three. Okay, so we'll get the news for it in October. Okay, and we'll get it in January because it's. I why are they like? It's like every week we're getting something about it. Where they they keep reminding us. Every bit of their social media is reminding us about PSVR. I, I think they're going to have your guy. I see more about PSVR lately than the game God of War that's coming out in a couple of weeks. Yep, it's true. I you're right though. You are absolutely right. I do think you're right uh, uh, that October confirmation i would expect this to launch in that february march 
area. I don't know if they mm-hmm. would do it as soon as January, that close yeah, to Christmas. Yeah, it, it will. The right on their thing, it says it will launch early 2023. So that's yeah, me. makes. Yeah, that's yeah, me. That means sense. by like by the end of March, I would put early in the first three months. Um, so I would say you know that February March window would probably make sense. Uh, we don't know too much about what they're doing in that time frame right now, anyway. So like that. and then I start your pre-orders in in November, mm-hmm. and uh, people can still use their you know holiday money. Yep. On a PSVR two. One hundred percent. All right, my dude. Let's open up the car doors to let some of our friends in to this journey with us. Um, coming from the Discord, which once again, if you have questions you want to ask us about all things PlayStation or not, uh, we have a question post that goes live on Twitter every single week at Carpool Gaming. You can also find me in court retweeting it on top of our Discord, free to join. Like Blaze Knight has from the Discord asking, who is your favorite third-party developer and what are your sa- some of your favorite games from that studio, Court? Naughty Dog. Third-party. Oh, sorry. Brain... See, I'm just like, it's just not getting there. Yeah. Then it's Ubisoft. Okay. I, I, without, without fail. Um, Assassin's Creed is by far one of my favorite franchises of all time. And I am extremely, extremely excited about Mirage. I can't wait to jump into something that is, I haven't had since AC2. Um, a, you know, a 13 hour, not going to destroy me. Don't have to look at it and go, oh my God, this is the game I'm going to be playing for the next year. Um, There's going to be straight up stealth assassinations. I'm really excited about uh, Infinity, um, and I also am a huge uh, person that loves The Division. Yep. Yeah, so I, I I get Heartland this year. I just got a new season. I just downloaded it onto my PlayStation. There's a new season, Division. I haven't had time to jump in, but uh, yeah, it's definitely Ubisoft. It's definitely AC. Nice. It's AC all day long. Yeah, for me, it's it's a tie between RGG, obviously the developers of all things Yakuza slash Like a Dragon. I feel like there's no bad game in that catalog, at least one, not one that I've played as of yet. Love what they've done with the old ones, love what they're doing with the new ones. And obviously, you know, Persona Studio, P-Studio, um, do all things Persona. I, I don't think I could pick between the two. They're both just fantastic. I'm making you. You have to choose. Fine, then it's still going to be Persona. I mean, it's... it's obviously. It's, yeah. I, I, I didn't even think this was like a, a thing. I was just like... All I can see behind you is Persona, especially it's on your head. It's on my head. Um, yeah. It's behind you on your shoulder on the left. It's behind you on your shoulder on the right. It's above your head. It's everywhere. Um, yeah, like I love those games. Absolutely. Um, you know, can't really go wrong. If some of these rumors are true about some of these games that are apparently coming, which I really hope they are, I would go, I would, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Uh, I'm, I'm excited that people on the Xbox side get to play Persona. Finally. And, like I am a big component. I know this is not the topic right now, but... I'm a big component of let everybody play the game. doesn't matter what console you own. Yep. I'm happy it's coming. I think it's like October 21st. It's imminent. Get, get stoked. Uh, Locklith at Locklith TWT over on Twitter asks, Court, what was your favorite part while you were away on your trip? And Matt, what fun thing did you do while Court was away? Court, what was your favorite part of your trip? Well, I, I found out one thing I got to do was I got to watch Locklith's very first stream. Me it too. It happened to be on my lunch. It was my lunch break at... Uh, 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 from my work conference so i was watching her very first stream um and she did an awesome job mm-hmm. and i found out also during said stream that she was into like she was very close to where i was she was um you know about an hour and a half car ride away but uh i was in texas i got to go to the alamo i was in san antonio Woo. um i got to uh, walk around the river walk in, in uh, san antonio it was awesome i even got i went on a little adventure to try and get mr beast chocolate bars because they're only at walmart mm-hmm so I went to uh, the Feastables. I went to two separate Walmarts in the United States 
compared to ours, they are ginormous. Yep. They are not little. Mm. These things are like shopping malls. Um, and then um, where did I go? I went to some chick fried chicken place uh, with a friend. Um, Canes, raising canes. I don't know. He was so excited to go. I, I saw Whataburger. Um, there was Burger Boy. There was Burger Shack. They really like their hamburgers out there. Yep. Um, and I got to go to a Brazilian steakhouse. Um, Delicious. And have a meat overload. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than mm. that, you know, it's 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 very hot there. <laughs> it's so hot. But it's 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 beautiful there. The people were great. Uh, I'd recommend people going to Texas any day of the week. Nice. Uh, as for what fun things did I do while court was away, uh, I went to uh, I went to like an Airbnb that my parents have with the whole family. They had a cancellation, and we got literally everybody together because some of my brothers are back in town. Uh, it was nice. It was fun. Had some drinks, played some games, did some stuff, um, and then otherwise, just being able to to review Trails from Zero was was one of my favorite parts of my career in gaming so far. Just because these games have been with me since the P- the PlayStation Vita, um, and I absolutely love them. Our last question, which is a bit of a head scratcher, and I'm just going to assume that it's aimed at your court just because, just because. Um, Bobby Pashalitas from the Fantastic Console Creature website and podcast. Make sure you go support himself, Tech with the Specs, and uh, the rest of the crew over there. They're doing some fantastic work. Go check them out. He asks, Why do you have damaged taste buds? So, so I'll give a backstory to this. Please. He likes pineapple on pizza. Oh, I never mind. Is. No, no, forget it. No, question. <laughs> Goodbye. Forget it. No, pi- pineapple does not believe on, belong on pizza. I know. I know. It just <clears throat> doesn't make any sense. Pineapple, mind you, I had, so at the, um, when you go to a Brazilian steakhouse, they put pineapple on a steak and they roast it with cinnamon on it. And it's like, it, oh my goodness. That it's I can unbelievable, see. That unbelievably I can see. Unbelievably good. See, that tastes good. That makes sense. Um, but pineapple up on pizza. It's a no. It's a no for me, dog. No, it's, what it is. it's a no for me, dog, too. Don't don't enjoy it. Not about it. Um, so I turned the question around. Bobby, why do you have damaged taste buds? Oh, and I <laughs> forgot the, one of the last things. I, to, to go back to Lockless for a sec. I've been on a murder podcast kick this week um, because of the news about, you know, if anybody listened to Serial back in 2014, 2015, uh, there were updates on that case. And I went down a rabbit hole. If anybody likes that investigative, you know, um, murder podcast scene, check out Bear Brook which was an absolute minefield, like a roller coaster of a podcast. And I'm working uh, my way through uh, In the Dark Season 2. Fantastic, fantastic stuff. If you're curious, go check those oh, out. Oh, and if you watch TV on Disney+, Plus, they have a show called Only Murderers Are in the Building. It is literally about all the murder podcasts, and I, it is phenomenal. Have you been watching Season 2? Yeah, I liked it. I didn't watch it. I, I started the first couple episodes. I really don't you like Amy, to... I don't like Amy Schumer. She ruins things it's, for it's me. It's fine. Just keep watching then. Yeah. All right. She's it's she's she's she bothers me. It's almost like they didn't either. Let's put it that way. Okay, fine. I'll take it. Uh, and all of, oh, one last thing. Watch the first episode of Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Wild that that is that Netflix is. Hey, that th- game's popular again. Right? I know. And the show, fantastic. Studio Trigger, one of the best animation studios out here. Go check it out if you haven't yet. Even if you don't like right the- now on TV, we have Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Star Wars, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and Game of Thrones. And I've heard Tekken was really good, too. The Tekken animated series. Wow, we're being spoiled right now. There you go. So much content for you to consume. But make sure you consume the content over here at Carpool Gaming first. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Head over to Patreon.com and throw some bucks in the tip jar if you are able to. We appreciate you all very, very much. Court, if people want to see and find more of you, where could they do so? Sorry, I just saw Dave's comment. No. Um, no. you can find me at court Lalonde or you can find me at carpool gaming. 
anywhere on social feeds. There you go. Make sure you check Cord out and support all the things that he does. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at burnout underscore Matt. You can find me at youtube.com slash burnout brighter. And we will be back next week for episode 70 of the PlayStation Drive. And we out. Peace. As always, we love to thank our Patreon supporters. And I want to start off with our ultimate producers, Robbie Bobby Miller, Tony Baker from Quest 4 Pixels. Please subscribe to youtube.com forward slash Quest 4 Pixels today. Dallas Ford, co-host of The Blaine Game. Support Dallas on YouTube to get these guys to 100 subs. Emily O'Kelly, Trucker Sloth, Jonathan Brown. The new episode from PME is called Gems and is available on Spotify and Apple Music. Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. And honestly, Carpool Gaming's tech support. Links are all in the show notes. Please support these ultimate producers. Platinum producers, Marcus McCracken, RJ Kern and Skinny Matt. Gold members, Anna W., Cicely Caruso, Dallas Robbins, Darash, Fulis Fuji, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, and the Snack Network. Also, I want to thank our newest patrons, Sean Hannigan and Ryan Craig. Also, I want to thank Tim Paulin for upgrading to Gold Member. Thank you very much.